Pulpery is brought to you by the Goddamn Sauce. Place your orders at thegdsauce.com. We're opening this week's shows with a quick programming note. Is that after two years and 151 episodes, the show is taking its first hiatus for just this summer. We need some time away from the show, some time to go on vacation, some time to work on making the show better for the few listeners we have now and hopefully for future listeners as well. We will be back in August with a few updates, fresh new content, a few tweaks to how we present our content along with some new features. As always, we do want to thank our longtime sponsor and friend, The Goddamn Sauce. Make sure to check them out, and we will see you back here in August. See you then. Welcome to Pulpery's Nerdcast, where we run down what we are currently watching, focus on the most interesting stories in TV, movies, and video games, and get mad about the smallest details. So Max is rollout. So, so actually, like like two different ends of the spectrum. Okay. So HBO Max goes through its you know ninety millionth name change, but I get it. Like they're they're now saying like okay everything is now here. Anything right. that's Time Warner whatever. I just losing the HBO the home box office. It's still a hub in it. Like, same as, like, TCM's a hub. Well, I, I get it. But I, I just... Max? I, I, I'm, I'm nitpicking here. Well, But I get it in a... We're also thinking of it, like, we think of Cinemax when we hear Max. Correct. And then I go Skinemax. Yeah. And then I think they did not have Oz. No. That's where my brain went. Or the and documentaries. Even, and even Max doesn't have the cheap skin flicks that the Cinemax no. used to always have. Douchebags. That you watch through fuzzy stuff as you were I loved it, man. Yeah. Everybody loved it if you're our age. On the other hand, though, Disney is going, holy fuck, what's going on? And they're just canceling stuff left and right. So is that why? Taking shit off. Well, so Disney did the opposite, right? Whereas like uh, HBO was like, okay, you know, we, we have our, they're part of a conglomerate that has and, all these properties. And yes, they move things and in they and out. M- start moving everything in. Whereas Disney was like, okay, we're going to buy this, we're going to buy this, we're going to buy this. And everything's available immediately. Right. And Oversaturation now, is what that's called. And now they're like, instead of doing what HBO has done, which is like, okay, let's consolidate everything into one. They're now just going, oh, we have no fucking clue what's happening. Which is weird because, like, Bob Iger is pretty on top of shit. Yeah, so they just put everything under Max. Right. It's, well, no, no, but, like, Bob Iger at Disney, you would think he would be going, like, well, why don't we just do that? Yeah, Sub, subfolders underneath. Eventually, that's what it should be. Everything should be under Disney+. Plus. Like, right. Hulu is no lo- should no longer exist. And even ESPN+, Plus should no longer exist. It should all be under Disney+. Plus. Exactly. But I mean, they own everything except yeah. Showtime and Fox. But uh, also, unlike HBO, they're trying to put out content all over the place. And okay. you're going like, again, or Max now, set the formula that we, we talked about. Apple adopted it and it's worked for them. Yeah, is that you, Apple, one yes. thing leads into the other. Correct. And you just have these, uh, like, you have the political shows and 
and documentaries peppered in throughout. Netflix fucked themselves the same way. Yeah. Because they were releasing everything all at once. Right. And it was like, okay, people would blow through that in a weekend, and then it's what? We talked about it last week, yeah. off mic or on mic, that I've seen every documentary on Netflix that isn't a foreign language documentary. Sure, yeah. Well, and I will say this, when they did the Max merger, all these new documentary series came out. Like, there's one on Army Hammer and his family, and how oh. fucking... Well, I was going to make that, if we had a rant today, but we I, we're going to have too, too much to go over. But, like, they have one about Army Hammer and his family, Jared Fogle. Um, Seriously? They have that uh, unaired documentary that the people were doing with Donald Trump during his re-election that all the yep. Yep. interviews created such controversy. Yep. Uh, well, there was one other one. Oh, there's one on that uh, that mega church that Chris Pratt is part of, Hillsong. You know, but everything... I've watched the one on the mega church and the one on uh, Army Hammer. It goes exactly the way that you want. Like, they're not... I'll say this. They're not well made because they're using mainly social influencers as they're... Yeah, they're doing... And I get it. Like, unfortunately, that's the way a lot of, like, breaking news... Sleuths. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, you're going, like... Oh, Army Hammer came from, like, the fifth wealthiest family. Of course he's going to be fucked up. Like, why okay. Why is it we equate... What, and not to get on a social... No, no, right no. Now, go ahead. Go ahead. But why do we equate wealth with, like, you know... Stability? Wealth, what, yeah. No. Or being well-adjusted. Like, it's the opposite. Every... There's a, there's a reason that our country is fascinated with reality TV. Yeah. It's because everybody who's on reality TV is considered, quote-unquote rich and famous and they are all a fucking train wreck well and if you think about it like the it's the opposite ends of our society are you know uh, at the base level the same like it's yeah like whether it's you know massive wealth or almost like silo yeah massive poverty you're you're like you're gonna be fucked up it's like you if 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 you want to have a well-adjusted family you you need to be in the middle you need to be in the mids yeah not the lower mids or the up the mids. Which is why the Democrats are always talking about the middle class so much. But right, anyway. Because that's where we need to be. All right. So same speaking as with, of documentaries. Same as with the Hillsong Church stuff. Like, oh, a massive Christian organization is going to be corrupt and has sex problems? Get out of town. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. up. <laughs> so I did. I have been watching the, uh, the Murder in the Bayou documentary now that they made Showtime part of... Paramount? Yeah, yeah. Um, Is that good? Yeah. Okay. It's fucking... See, but like Paramount did the same thing. They were like, look, we don't need a CB. We don't need all this other stuff. We're just going to put everything... We don't need sports and Showtime and this and that. We're just going to... Everything's in Paramount. Everything's here. Um, Yes, it's fucking fascinating. Only because after you scratch the surface of, you know, hookers being murdered and stuff, you get into politics of Louisiana. Oh, yeah. Which is always, oh boy, it's it's it is the one truly absolute for me fun thing about living down here is that oh my god is it? I mean, even after you know, even if there's like a four year lull where it's like, well, you know, things seem pretty normal, nope. then all of a sudden, boom, you're right back in it. Fucking sex scandals, 
finance problems, apartments that aren't being paid of, and we've got men and women of hot yes. So and before we move off of Paramount, Strange New Worlds. Oh yeah, is coming back like in uh, early June. Is that season four? No, no, no. That this is the second season of this. What am I thinking? Discovery. Oh, okay. All right. But the but the teaser they've been throwing out with Strange New Worlds is they're having a crossover episode <gasps> with the animated series Lower Decks. And so Jack Quaid is gonna be Brad Boimler in live action with purple hair Seriously? and all yeah. so they've already released set photos of it. It looks amazing. So they turned Lower Decks live action and they're No no no. Lower Decks is the animation. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they turned that into a crossover. So what the if the if the animation people are live action, then that means the Strange New Worlds, Captain Pike, and that right. crew are going to be animated. Okay, that's what that's what I was asking. That's what it should be, right? If it's a true crossover, oh. and there's already people coming out going goes against canon. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know the plot line. Yeah. Why Why can't you just enjoy something for? What I don't it is? know, but like. This is we like, had that conversation yesterday about the books and Star Wars, yeah. and that's not canon. It's all fucking it's all canon. canon. Like if you're if you're the person, it's also sci-fi. So it it doesn't matter what timeline, right. what universe you're in. If if you're a human that it's follows all of, yeah. all of that, and of if you have questions about matter. that, go and watch the show Fringe. It's on H. It's on Max. Yeah, and it's all about how realities blend together. That, so, you know what? Deal with it. It's it's also how wrestling works. <laughs> we'll get to that in a little bit. I should do it now so we can get to devs. <laughs> oh Christ! Okay, so quick, you got two minutes. <laughs> Sammy Zayn is Rocky and Rocky Four. He turned a country. See, I'm now gonna have to go back and watch it. Just, watch just the, because just you watch said Sammy Zayn comes out, A is in Saudi Arabia. Correct. As a Canadian Jewish man. Correct. Uh, Muslim at that. No, he's, he's no, not he's Muslim. not. He's Jewish. He's isn't Jewish. He? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yes. But he's in the belly of the beast, so to speak. Right. And he speaks to them in Arabic. Facts. And they go crazy for it. Lose their. <laughs> Fucking minds. So yeah, so he's doing more for Islamic Jewish relations than yep. most people really try. This motherfucker know, had and fucking Vince, Vince McMahon's got a hard on, and he now. wasn't even there. He had no. a hard on big enough from Stamford, Connecticut <laughs> to the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, and I've I've shit on WWE's partnership with Blood Money or whatever, but. This show was worth it. It was... Seth Rollins won a World Heavyweight Championship. They had to create one because Roman Reigns is a thing and we won't even get into that. What was his outfit like for it? <laughs> oh, God. He looked like a, uh, a a Christmas bow on a present. It was these giant like ribbon-looking things that were leopard print. I just thought he's turning into like the Lady Gaga of... The WWE. He's like David Bowie back in the day. His wife, his wife wrestled, and you know the women have to be covered yeah. head to toe, so there's no skimpy women's wrestling outfits. His wife came out dressed as Kill Bill, Ooh. yellow, black stripe, 
Oh, with the yeah, with the Bruce Lee. Yep. Enter the Dragon <laughs> album. Yeah. I should have went with that, but yeah. I figured. No, I got you. Yeah. So yes, so that couple, Becky Lynch, Seth Rollins, on point. But <laughs> okay, um, Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns deserve fucking Emmys. <laughs> the Usos, like it's fucking sick. Put it this way: there is an hour and twenty-five minute video on YouTube that is the bloodline which is Roman Reigns' faction, from start to finish. I got about halfway through it, and I went, are you fuck? It's lost levels of, light, <laughs> of layers. Like Paul Heyman in the background, like with a face. We gotta go back to the bloodline! Like, it is fucking brilliant. And Night of Champions, great fucking show. Saudi Arabia, super tight, three hours, middle of the day, Saturday, killed it. Absolutely killed it, and Sami Zayn is Rocky now. So, real quickly before we move on, though, like, so when did the Bloodline story start? Um, was that under Vince, or was that under Triple H? It was Triple during H? COVID for an empty arena SummerSlam show. Oh, okay. So it was out of necessity, and then they just built it. Yeah, up. like he took off when COVID started because he has leukemia or whatever, and he yeah. keeps beating it. But and he had two newborn babies, so he was like, "Not, nah, I'm good." He showed up, and good God, he like the next event. He won the title, and he hasn't lost since. But it was a tag team match Saturday, and his team lost clean pinfall. So Roman Reigns has a loss on his record for the first time in three years he's been champion for over a thousand days yeah which is unheard of which means it's coming to an end yes it should and, and that's it, what and that it, should mean it better be jimmy uso who beats him or you don't know what's going to happen at money in the bank seth rollins might well see there's there's magic, also there's also untie his bow so to speak and, and money in the bank is where the united kingdom <laughs> Ooh. Facts. Nice. So they did Cardiff earlier this year. And killed now it. Yeah. They did. The Saudi Arabia show fucking killed it. I, excuse me. We missed the most important one, Puerto Rico. Yeah. With Bad Bunny. Bunny. That fucking show was out of control. <laughs> oh, good. Good Lord. Um, They've done the Blood Money show now. Uh, that's not the name of the show. It's just they took Blood Money. Um, and now they're going to do a UK show. Yeah. For their, since WrestleMania, their three premium events. That's a, well, I mean that's a that's good branding, man. And they that's will good. fucking murder it. All right, go. Let's yeah. talk to let's talk about depths. So where are you at? Three. Did I get through four? Uh, the mother-in-law's been in town. Been a little crazy. Wife and I are taking a yeah. two-week vacation, driving through. God damn it! Cross country. So I got through maybe halfway of episode four. Which okay. one was episode three? Uh, episode three, Lily returns to work at Amaya and explains her. So that's when she goes, has her nervous break, her fake nervous Fake-tip breakdown, breakdown. Yep. and stands to, on the ledge. To, to infiltrate. Yes, that's her yeah. plan to get there. I don't, fuck, my brain doesn't work right now. Um, so they're like, they're, 
this is one of the episodes they're starting to set up the end game. So you find out that not only was her boyfriend, mm-hmm. um, he was stealing secrets mm-hmm. to give to the Russians. Remember, she meets yes, the Russian she does. She envoy does. underneath the bridge. Yes. But so what I really enjoyed about this series, so Zach Griner, the guy who plays Kenton, the head of security. Oh, that guy. That dude. I mean, he... Yeah, he, because he almost died in the, the... Parking lot fight scene, yeah. Yes, and kills... But so that's one of those dudes, like, he's been in everything. Yeah. He's in, like... He's like he's Joe been in every, Leone. Yeah. But he's been in every Law & Order series. He's, every TV show that needs a yeah. villain, a shadow villain. Or just, like, a serious dude. Was he in like 24 a at some point? Probably, yeah. Yeah, he's been in everything. He's, but, he's like the deputy... But this was his breakout, like, oh, I'm, I should be considered, and if, if they're not looking at him, like, he's getting up there in age, but, like, he should yeah. be given at least a supporting acting role. Just like the guy in uh, Silo. Yeah. The deputy, who. Will Patton, yeah. Will, go God bless your soul. soul. We'll, we'll get to that in a minute, but. Um, yeah, it, the show is too much to watch in passing. I have found. Yeah, I mean, I I think I've watched it three times. See, yeah. uh, I've had to watch, like, the first two episodes, it took me two watches to get through both of them, <laughs> just to understand what was going on, and yeah. then I watched the first half of episode three, and then watched it back all the way through, and I'm still confused as fuck. <laughs> And I think I started four, but my brain went, no, we need well, to watch so episode three again. There's a lot. A lot is not going to make sense until you get to the last two episodes. That's what, And you yeah. keep telling me that. Yeah. So, and, but I keep keep getting bogged down by like it's, the, it's, the minutia. It's an eight-hour eight Kubrick movie. That, That's it, what it okay. is. Okay. Yeah. So I don't feel so bad. Because like I said, I keep getting bogged down with, oh my fucking God, oh my God, oh my God. Well, and you're not going to find anything until you know what the outcome is. So, which is why you have to yeah. watch it a second time as opposed to watching each right, episode yeah. two yeah. times, like yeah. I'm doing, trying to find meaning in it. But so the um, and we, I don't know if we touched on it last week, but so, but one of the things that you can get by now, and um, we talked about, it. I don't the know. lead character just being a complete. So I don't like her. And well, I like at, saying that at first, I thought it was just. Because she's not a good actress, but I think it's written that way. We we've talked since I've started rewatching this. We keep having this conversation. And same the more as like I watch it. Same as like the Russian boyfriend. Like you at the beginning, you're like, oh, like that, like they were down bad for doing that. Right. But then the more you get to know about that character, it's like, well, he's fucking slimy and limey too. Well, I mean, the whole point he went into the place was. Yeah. To just feel around, and then he tried to still, and then he got set on fire. So fuck him. But the ex-boyfriend, oh, is the one, awesome. The one she keeps, yeah, calling back to have yeah. conversation. He's like, "What the fuck do you want this time?" And he's and he's very blunt about it. Yes. He's like, "Man, this is fucked up." Like, right. And she calls him. And why he, do I have to investigate your boyfriend? Thank you. That's he. She he calls her out on that all the time, yeah. and I love it. And I hope he doesn't die. Exactly. You, you can't. Don't tell me one way or another. It, it, 
it's an Alex Garland movie, so it I'm is, fully yeah. expect or movie. I call it a movie now. It sure. is, yeah. Um, I'm fully expecting everyone. To well, die. when you when you do a limited series and have no plans of doing an, another season, right. you treat it. It's it's a very long movie. Which it's an is eight what? hour movie. Yeah. True crime. Yeah. Um, True which, detective. Yeah. Thank you. God damn it! I could never think about that. And I was watching Murder in the Bayou, and I was like. They did a really good job of mirroring the first season with that. Yeah. Which I can't wait until Halle Berry. No, uh, Jodie Foster. Oh, even better. Yeah. In Alaska. Yeah. You know the last film in Alaska that made any sense? It's Robin Williams. Yeah. Well, and fo- photo booth. Mo Green, Ted Lasso, <laughs> or uh, Hyman Roth. Okay. This is this is the business we've chosen. Mo but Green. yes, let's um, Mo Green. let's segue, please. Okay, so Ted Lasso, um, and we will get into it later. Clearly, actually, not just Ted. Okay, Jamie Tart. Uh, clearly, this episode hit home for well, me, this is maybe yeah. us with Mom City. Well, uh, well. First and foremost, you know, this is the uh, get to fucking episode, and because they realize like the end's coming. And we talked about yeah. it last week when Ted and them weren't really front and center. It's it been was, a lot of fluff. It's been and, a lot and, of well, background and all that. But yeah. watching this episode, I understand them putting bows yeah, on yeah. Keeley and sure. everybody else that they did that wasn't yeah the whole you know no. the main story. But, like, setup is not always, like, very driven. No, but it, it's not. It's not Lost or Twin Peaks or just, like, Aiden. But I mean, like, Lost got into that a lot, a lot too, where there were, you know, five or six episodes where you're like, what the fuck's going on? And, and then, then you had to wait for, like, around. two. Yeah. So, and they did this, and everybody, we've been ranting about it for ages about the whole review bombing. Yeah. And they're still doing it with Ted Lasso about this being the worst season, blah, 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 blah. That's until they see the last episode and then they're like, oh my God. Or even this fucking episode. Yeah, exactly. This episode, and and I may be biased, it hit home a little too much. I, grown man, raised by a single mother. Yeah, no, I know. Same here. The the way they started it, I had no idea where they were going to end it. I just went... Oh, it's mom's in. Oh, it's mom's in. No, but see, like, that's the part I bought, which was if my mother showed up un- unannounced, it would be like, all right, what's going on? Thank you. Exactly. I would have been like, I'm not letting you off that park yeah. bench until you tell me why the yeah. fuck you are here. Yeah. Do you have cancer? No, fo- yeah, exactly. All right. That's what did I you, expected did, the storyline was going to be. Did you murder but, uh, someone? Yeah. Do I have a father that's not my father? That's about. I think that that covers all. Is my is my brother not my brother? Okay, I can use that too because we're we're one of two. Yeah. So, 
Yes. This is where my mind went. And it was, we both and everybody should have been like, but Blade, it's Ted Lasso's mom. There's... So it hit home. It really, and that was the first 10 minutes. Well, I mean, to, to juxtapose it to another sequence that we absolutely hated. Mm-hmm. Like, so this one, it's like they didn't hit the nail on the head. It was like, it was a little like murder mystery mm-hmm. within it. It wasn't Hey Jude in the, in the bar <sighs> courtyard. And still so staying with that particular line in that Jason Sudeikis gave anybody who watches that show um, oh, what watched, say, vicarious I, therapy. I watched We Are the Millers for like <laughs> 25, 30, maybe 40 minutes yeah. um, yesterday. And it was the 40 minutes that uh, Ron Swanson was in it. <laughs> it's fucking beautiful. I'm just telling you. But when Sedakis, when he confronts his mother, and that a man who's never sworn in no. three seasons, one time when the whole fucking thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. What's so, like? So it shows you it's he only does it when it's important, right? And I mean. To for I don't, him to I, go. <laughs> I don't even know how to put this into context because I think a. Thankfully, I have a relationship with my mother like that to where I can be open and honest. Um, yeah. Same and here. I've had those conversations like that but in roundabout when, when, ways. When he but, said, but, fuck you. Yeah, to this being bottled up. So for every viewer who has the person they love the most in their family, but that you can then still be open and honest with them and be vulgar with them. And that like, I, you know... I love you. I love you. Used to make those jokes. I love you. Used to put the notes in my lunchbox. But fuck you, mom. It, yeah. God damn it. And all it took to my favorite part in all of this was because he went five deep with. <laughs> I love it when you made meatloaf for me, yeah. mom. But fuck you for not caring. And I love it when you were there when I played football. But fuck you. Um. <laughs> five deep. Well, and it, it and, and, and it came down to the same thing is that your children take off of you. And so if you don't mourn or don't go through the grieving process for a loss of a family member. <sighs> my, my, I'm a therapist for a reason. Yeah. But it's like, but you have that. So you don't impart that on to your own child. I try not to. So that they know how to properly negotiate through emotions and mentalities. Uh, stormy seas. Yeah. Um, yes, but but the bow at the end when he said, "Papa squat, I'm gonna serve you." Dinner, yeah. And and that that's all we <laughs> needed. It, it was like the the gentleman's handshake. Like, yeah. I got out. I apologize well, no, no, for no, getting no. out, and then I told you. No, but why like the fuck. Remember, so she says her piece. That's what I'm saying. Which is, you know, your son misses you, and oh, by the way, fuck you too. Right. And that levels the playing. That's field. what. That's what I'm saying. That's the that's gen- what, yeah. That's the gentleman's yeah. handshake yeah. after what she says, and then it's like, okay, we can both heal 
as it were. Speaking of gentlemen's handshake. Go ahead. Pep had speaking lines in this show. <laughs> that was fucking beautiful. And I've we have and watched. He, I mean, granted, I don't know if that's Pep's real mentality. No, and it, and no. but the beauty part is, yeah, he echoes Ted's. So, but making them better men. We have seen. Uh, I've seen plenty of interviews with Pep from. From his Barcelona days, because yeah. they fucking beat the shit out of Juventus. That <laughs> that is pretty much Pep. Yeah, like that's that's him. He's just well, no, I mean it's like fuck. I wish he was manager of my team, but that's him. Like they you didn't look at change. it this year, like early Hall and yeah, like he's a much better individual publicly <laughs> and, and <laughs> I don't know privately, but publicly, like he's. He's got every right to run his mouth off, and that dude is silent as a ma- as a church He's mouth. He's a fucking assassin, is what he is. But then he dresses like beard outside. Yeah. And he's a Viking as well. So you want to get to the Nate and beard? It, you know, yeah, no, we're gonna that. we're gonna back up. Okay, yeah. a little bit. So I want to I want to touch on should we save Jamie? Yeah. No, no, we've got time. Yeah. That's why I give us the full. Um, no, we'll we'll do. Well, no, Jamie's was beautiful. I love okay. that, and that he was clearly going through some things. Yeah, right. And I think it has finally clicked that Jamie and Roy are best friends. Like, they they are yeah it's like it's like uh, Tom Cruise and Dustin Hoffman and Rain Man right like yeah. it, it's they've and, and they're building towards and we'll get to Beard's speech in a minute, um, but they're brothers on a whole other level exactly yeah. they're, they're Ted Lasso and Beard they're John Wick and his pistol well are, and and even in they're a way like Groot and Rocket they're. They're so far opposite that right. they come back around every single and attract time. on the negative, every, and, you know, and, it, yeah. and they finish this episode exactly how it should be. Well, like and, with them having fucking drinks and shooting the shit, <laughs> I love you all. But getting to meet Jamie's mom, and She's a, she was a milf, and and. Roy kept like glancing over, and it wasn't like awkward because she's rubbing his hair. It was like, oh my god, Jamie's heart's mom is kind of rad, and his stepdad is a fucking chef. Oh, sorry about that. A patisserie, if you will. But like, thank you. Well, and this, and that's what sets up what I feel that it was so quick, but they got back to the heart of Ted. Which was not the character, but the show. They yeah, oh, yeah. set all that up, and like, yeah, Jamie's got to go back to his mom and be reassured by his mom. She needs and to you see, his like, head. oh, he had this whole other supportive wing negated by this toxic wing. And I want to get to the toxic wing, the dad. And the, well, and then and we'll then you that. have the the match, and that. It's a physical issue, but it's an emotional issue. I'm gonna tell you my favorite thing about the match when you're done with the emotional stuff. I know it's like we're we're on it now. Let's do it. Okay, so you had all of that going on, and and you know what? Van 
damn, that was a good save. Yeah, no. The fucking Gigi Buffon of the episode. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry, I needed to take a right-hand turn because it was getting way too emotional in here. Sure, yeah. So, Van Damme getting his spotlight. God, what what did he say? It was like, Van Damme, that was a good save. Yeah. Even though it was a disgusting <laughs> face, a mask or something. And I was like, yeah. I love you all. I love you. It's but, amazing, yeah. Um, Colin scoring. Yeah. From Jamie p- playing through, through him. Through yeah. me. Not well, through and me. then, and then, so the injury leading to the emotional. His, his go ahead and say it. Forgiveness. I mean, it's just, it's like Ted, Ted guided him through that of like, look, like what in the, in the general therapeutic world is that the baggage that you carry is the one that holds you back. It weighs you down. As opposed to getting rid of it, whether it's forgiveness or not. He was, uh, he was the Willis. It was his Willis Reed moment. Well, and at the same time, it's, it's that thing of. And it doesn't make logical sense, but the people that do the worst things to you are the ones that sh- need forgiveness more than I, there, anyone I, else. I think there has been innumerable metal yeah. songs <laughs> written about that same thing. And but, then, but that's what this is. Like it's been three years, and we all know ups and downs, and and all, of, and it just comes back to. Well, and they kept setting it up as like I haven't talked to my dad since thank the you. Man City match. The the wife even mentioned when we watched it back the second time, like, did they insinuate that he was dead? Well, so that's the thing is that so when his buddies bug and the other dude right cheer him, that's that's the that's where they're leading you to is that. He's he's died and gone off the head. And heaven. Jamie has no idea because he hasn't talked no, to him since. No, no, no. Hadn't talked but, to him since Wimbledon. But the, but then they they capped it and like that's when like like I said is that it it caught me off guard and it shouldn't have. But at the same time, it's like that's where they went back to good old Ted Lasso right. is when they showed the dad in rehab. <laughs> I'm gonna get choked. Fuck it. So uh, the whole time, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, the whole time was you're thinking he might be dead. He's dead, and everybody's like, no, his dad'll be proud. His dad'll be proud. His dad'll be proud. And even his mom says that he's like, but she that, tells him like, he should it's be. Okay. Yeah, he should. He is. It's okay. But knowing that it was that him. moment in the Man City locker room, right? That got him and Beard's night out and getting kicked in the you know beating the shit out of by that gargantuan dude that's what set him on the road to recovery like that's beautiful like yes i mean sadly yes it's like that's sometimes that's what rock bottom is is that you end up in a gutter beaten up by several people but and ted at the end of the episode was the same way right yeah he's been this half everybody's like okay he's this soft but brilliant Rain Man esque human being who's always happy, but then you get to this episode and he's dropping fuck you every three seconds in order to flush all of that shit out of his system because it's baggage, yes, it's weighing you down, yes, but you need to flush that out of your system. Jamie needed to do it, Keely and Roy needed to do it with each other. 
Nate needed to do Nate it. Nate needed to do it with his getting fired, and I hate, I fucking hate his girlfriend, but at the end of the episode, I was okay with it. No, no, no. Wait, wait, like, she sees his, his potential, but, like, that whole, that part I loved, which is, so like... when he opened many, the door... Well, no, but, I mean, how many times, how many people do we know, or how many times have we been in that, where it's, like... Well, I'm the best waiter here. This is where I should be. And, and eventually like, somebody's <laughs> like, grow the fuck up. But, no, no, no. After he put his baggie of cocaine and grinding <laughs> his cheek oh. and rubbing his nose. No, okay. I mean, they which need, is very true oh, for the rest I, I of can, I can confirm multiple occasions that that is exactly what goes on. Yeah. So... Doesn't doesn't beard? take away from your food or service. I, I'm, I'm going to end with beard because I love this man. So that I, was intense. Wait. Oh, we don't. Ted Lasso. Don't worry. We also don't forget we got to give at least a minute to Rebecca. So she her and Bex. Yeah. And, and so Ted Lasso, when he was talking to Jamie, he was mentioning uh, Freddy Krueger and slashing your face, and you don't know when he'll come up, right? Well, and don't forget, Leslie sent the spies to the restaurant to see if Nate was willing to come back. Okay. So then you get to Nate and his 60-page apology letter. But it went to doorbell. And then when he opened that door, it was complete uh, nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because he had the hat, although it's not the Freddy Krueger hat. It was the hat, yeah. right? And it was the silhouette. And standing still. Exactly. So they played <laughs> into that at the end. But I, um, what's Beard's real name in real life? I forget. Me, me too. I know Brett Goldstein and oh, Andy. Um, Andy. Yeah. Oh, shit. No, no. I can't think of it. Exactly. Yeah. But this guy in this scene deserves an honorable <laughs> mention. Uh, he deserves an award. Because all we know about Coach Beard, the entire series is... Brendan Hunt, by the way. <sighs> but yeah, okay. he, he's a sort of savant about sports. And, and he is... He's um, the hand of the king, as it were. Yeah. It's just... He, but like you don't know but, why but he, likes toxic relationships too and we don't know why, why he yeah. is so attached to Ted yeah and in one I, I thought I timed it three minute and 30 second give or take spotlight oh God bless your soul he he explained everything he he told every human being mainly the viewer, because the wife was like, well, what did he just do that? I was saying, mainly for drama, kind of to scare Nate, but for the viewer. Uh, I, but that's how you do backstory. You just do it in about a 30 seconds. <laughs> but now everything he's ever done leading up to that, yeah. Hey, fuck you, Boston. <laughs> leading up to it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Perfect sense. Now we know why you're the free spirit and you're all this, but when you're around Ted, you are focused, savant. This is what we need to do. I'm really not going to control things, but I'm going to 
And oh, also, yeah. like that, like all the other things of like, oh, oh, I used to do that, but I don't know that. Like, right. He knew about biting and shit like that. Everything. Like past episodes. Yeah, but he, so. he's the guy who pulls on Ted. Yeah. As his. If you need a change in your condiments, go to thegdsauce.com and change the way you think about how you eat. From their signature goddamn sauce to their ghost pepper sauce, they have everything you need. So stop using the same old boring condiments and boss up. Take your picture there of cocksuckers. Go lose to the Denver Nuggets. You know who we're going to talk about now is Rebecca. You mean, yeah, yeah, girl. Yeah, girl, Rebecca. Wait a minute. <laughs> Go for uh, it. What's on? You should put the Yankees on before I talk about Rebecca. So right, Rebecca I'll... was... Okay, first of all, first of all... Um, oh God, I, I hate myself for not remembering his name, but who is the... Uh, Leslie? After the first goal, when he's frozen, what are you doing? I don't want to jinx it. I won't move till the final whistle. <laughs> I, I went, are you fucking kidding me? And I thought you were still talking silo. I was like, oh. No, no, no. no. What the fuck are you talking about? No, we, yeah. we need yeah. to finish with Rebecca's story. So it, that was <clears throat> me because I'm all about that superstitious oh, yeah. shit. Um, but Rebecca had a very interesting three episode four episode arc yeah where she i don't want to say matured but came to the realization that i don't need rupert i'm my own human being and people still love me no matter what so she had her Stuart smalley yeah moment. She, yeah. she had her she had her walkabout um she, she had whatever it was on the trip to the Netherlands, which nobody still knows because it's ambiguous, right? And then she had the issue with Keeley, and then Keeley came back, and she's willing to bankroll her. Then she had Rupert hit on her. Yeah. And every single time she finally made the right decisions to where at the end of the episode Bex Rupert's current wife and baby mama yeah shows up and you're thinking okay Bex she, she just needs some help and then they show his secretary who it has been shown that Rupert is fucking yeah among others yeah. Uh, an, another mom moment in the mom-centric episode. Yeah. Well done, guys. Whoever the Whoever's writing this show, and I know it's all of them at this point, well done. And if, and if it ends with this season, because the, the episode ended with the tease that Ted is... Leaving, yeah. Leaving. Like, he loves his son too much. He needs to go no matter what is happening. Son moves with him because they're in the Champions League no matter what next year. I mean, there's that. So my brain went, God, they can win the league? They're in the Champions League. Right, yeah. That's what my brain yeah. went. I'm sorry, I went real football. Okay, so that's one Rebecca. 
Can we move to the other one? Yes. Ferguson, who is absolutely... I'm going to say this till the end of time, that this woman is fucking killing it right now. I mean, definitely in Cylon. Uh, and Dune. And that other show that she's in. Well, no, but I mean, is it like... And she has nervous energy down to a science inside. It's almost like she followed me for four <laughs> years, right? <laughs> I'm going to talk a lot. So, because I love this. Um, yes, so she's got it. Reluctantly takes over Sheriff, right? And then her deputy, what's his name in real life? Uh, Will Patton. Is the man... And now we know why he was only as a guest star. And unfortunately, I, I know why would they spoil that with the well, guest star heading in the credits? I mean, it's it, it just one of those is like he, he lasted much longer than I thought he would. Facts, because yeah, yeah. I expected him to die before the sheriff. But man, like he left, he left some big shoes to fill. Did he <laughs> ever? But I, and, it's like. The, the person they put in for that? So... He and, only had a few seconds, but man, that guy did a really and, good and job. And think about it, though, because he killed it in that, knowing that in the back of his mind, he was probably promised sheriff, because yeah. that's who everybody... Well, yeah, exactly. Who yeah. So now he's like, oh. And, and his reactions of, I should be doing this at... And yet submissive to the sheriff. Fucking brilliant, my man. Brilliant. And the storytelling, too, on that, and that he he follows what he would normally do. And then he's like, well, there's something fishy. Which is a theme of the fucking show. If you haven't noticed that... uh, But, I mean, we haven't even gotten to it that... This was a uh, commons expose. <laughs> like, okay, first of all, his me. little soliloquy <laughs> was again. The wife and oh, I were man. talking about it. She went, "Why did he do all that?" I went, "Because a the viewer, b he's a fucking gangster, and if you don't think that Al Capone <laughs> or Tony Soprano or any of these motherfuckers wouldn't have gone through that, uh, you're wrong." And what, we're not talking like Batman villain here. We're yeah. talking, I, I'm going to go on a diatribe and then I'm going to murder you. A la Michael Corleone. <laughs> I was leaving that understood. Yeah. Um, but, God, I, I we've seen him in John Wick. Right? And yeah. we've seen him in a couple other things, and we all know how fucking amazing his hip hop career was. I'll be yeah. short, but it was during the time of Tribe Called Quest and Nas. And well, and he was, uh, you know, nowadays we call it like, you know, he was a positive hip hop artist. He was yeah. the jazz positive guy, yeah. right? He was, he, because. It's all about empowerment. The diggable planets, right? Yeah, he was he was the next generation Chuck D. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what he was. Uh, To jazz. Yeah. To Miles Davis. Yeah. This motherfucker. But everybody who doesn't know who Common is, go all thirteen of our listeners. (laughs) 
go go find <laughs> him and listen to him. Um, but yes, his entire God damn you. You destroyed the world. I did literally. His entire conversation about janitors and stuff opened up. I mean, I looked at the wife and I went, there's a clean. That's the wolf. We haven't seen behind the door, but he's the janitor. And his dad made problems go away. Yeah. And then he murdered someone. For the, yeah, for the judiciary. Yeah. So is, all right. So, So is he the Harvey Keitel of the judiciary? I mean, he is, he's the active one, yeah. Um, I want to know what's behind that door. No, no, I do too, yeah. And Is it a, a surveillance system? Is it... Um, is it just a wash closet with, like, predator-style skulls like a, everywhere? You know, or is it, yeah, like a old FBI vault of files on everybody? Um, that with skulls would, would work best. Because they keep finding stuff. Uh, speaking of, the Pez dispenser that has become the relic. Actually, you know what? Never mind. Scratch it. We're going to back up. Because this Pez dispenser becomes the... Catalyst. The keystone of what's about to become. Yeah. Because nobody has ever mentioned the word rebellion until the end. Yeah. And the whole time I'm going like, why does everybody just... Follow the pact. Apparently the pact is the Bible and the silo. Um, and I have a question. If uh, Rebecca Ferguson's mom has read the pact, why hasn't... That's not her mother. I know it's not. Yeah, I yeah. call it her mother because it's her mother. That's the Morpheus. Yeah. Okay. God damn it. I didn't think about that. (laughs) Well done. Um, Right. She has to come down for her. She took... I mean, she took a fucking two day... I'm breaking everything in the studio. How did you turn Michelangelo up top? That's good. Yeah. Anyway. He knocked over Skeletor. As you were saying. So, she... God damn it. She keeps getting into... Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah. What's her name? Doesn't matter. She's fucking Rebecca Ferguson. I can call her fucking Boy <laughs> Deeb's mom at this point. She keeps getting herself into these situations where even her quote unquote mom um, is telling her she needs to take a break. Yeah. Slow your roll. We have had three dead bodies and your Leatherman crashed 130 floors to the ground like dead bodies start showing up questions are going to get asked and then when questions get asked then aggressive answers are required yeah I don't I have no fucking clue where this show is going so and yeah I, have, I mean there, there's so many tidbits in this episode that are desperate um so you have she doesn't have the faith of her crew. Nope. And then she um, filters out the murderer of not only her, her boyfriend, but of 
the two other people. Will Patton. Yeah. And uh, the mayor. Yeah. Uh, Mains and Reigns. And then... Um, but, and but, then... She, but she, she does that knowing that it's not a straight line. Like right, yeah. A to Z. It no, is... it's like she sends the deputy off who was the de- lunch. Who was the deputy who everyone wanted to be the sheriff. Right, yeah. Who, who out of necessity now that Mains, Mains, uh, your boys. I yeah, mean, yeah. Uh, character's dead. Yeah, no, like, you're we, right. We yeah, need yeah. a deputy now. Yeah. So, I don't know his, we have no idea what his philosophy or prerogative or anything else is. No, it's it's what everybody else says it was. Yeah. Right. He's he is a, uh, a puppet, but the uh, but yeah. So she, by her doing her own thing, also sends her deputy on to a scavenging mission where he's eventually he comes back and he's he realizes the only person he can really trust is her. It, which which was her point to begin with. with which yeah. you, you think she's only like this mechanical. Now we're starting to figure out why uh, he he wanted her to be sheriff. Which is also the reason why I think um, old Duder, David mm-hmm. Ayello wanted her to be sheriff. Which is she is she looks at things like machines. So it's like if there's a problem here, let's go back. What, what is yeah. causing the problem? So you yeah. backtrack. Exactly. That's what I was trying to say. Like, yeah. Which is picked... how she caught the, caught the dude, and like that scene where he was, she was thrown over the railing. God damn it! And then, um, if it wasn't Rebecca Ferguson, I thought she'd have been dead. <laughs> well, and then too that uh, the the meeting with the mayor afterwards. And you're kind of presented with like, oh, okay, like Tim Robbins is not some skeevy guy. But no. then just a few minutes later, she goes, I don't buy it because they hated me. And then now all of a sudden, and Everybody this is with the, me. yeah. Before she took with her With the underground vacation. Morpheus, yep. yeah. Yep. Exactly. Um, the other thing that fucked with me with that scene with Tim Robbins is, is he openly says... I've been going through yeah, the Yeah, I'm mayors. drinking like crazy. <laughs> uh, the same alcohol, quote unquote, that murdered the mayor. But I'm just going to drink this randomly? Like, yeah. just, he clearly knows what's up, right? Well, I mean, he's an analyst. So, yeah, I mean, it's... Is, is, is he the kid in between the divorced parent and the... No, no, no. Or, it's, or, or I'm looking at it more as he's um, he's part of that group in that the silo is a predictive algorithm. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, I didn't even look at it that way. Um, because, yeah. Because he's the it. IT guy, yeah. You know why that makes perfect sense in this episode? Is because your boy was drawing... The uh, the constellation, the stars. Yeah, it blows my mind how nobody knows what stars are. It's like they're no, lights well, in the sky. In the, yeah, so it's like. But that goes to the like that they they can't have certain man of magnification. Right. <coughs> and so they they like and that they don't even have old world knowledge of that. Oh, the skies rotate. No, no it is silo fold. Yeah. Um, 
Which fascinating. I mean, because you I got... do take umbrage that you went with Cassiopeia, but you know that's all right. We're nitpicking here. That's being yeah. a little petty. But no, I, no, no, no. In the reality, I, though, like, like that's one that makes sense because it is. the fact that you take the Big Dipper and you make a bear out of it, like, that's fucking weird. And, but she <laughs> like, said W. Yeah. I don't know, but that threw me off. I didn't think they were going to go there, but when you, what you just said, the. IT guy is scientifically like explaining things like A to B, this is this, this is this, this is what Well, it the is. idea would be is that like up until this point, everything can be planned and can be explained. But now, like with the dude with the star charts and then star uh, charts, god damn it. The other people who saw the flash of green. Right. Yeah. During the power outage, it's like now you're going to have an entire, you're going to have one or two people going, you know, this is not, it disrupts the algorithm. The doubters. Yeah. The, uh, what did they this, call them in uh, The Matrix? Did they, did they have a name? The guys who lived, the, the race that lived underground? Uh, or were they just humans? They versus were just humans. Machines? Yeah, yeah. Them. Um, yes. Now there's going to be a subsect. And then... we got two minutes left. I'll, I'll keep this short. The, the end of the episode... It was... She told her that... Uh, long story short, the word rebellion was yeah. brought up. And that is... And shows like this, where it's homogenized, vacuum sealed, this is... Well, clearly, 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 the rebellion is what created the pact, and exactly all these standards because it was like if you can control what people can see and what they do. Thank you. Yeah, but now there's going to be a rebellion against that concept. Right. Yeah. Right, and this I love how they went with the star chart. I always figured that the cleansing. Which is why they cheered when he went out. That that is, I was half expecting him to say, "I've been watching this for eighteen months, and he's moved six inches." Yeah, no, no, uh, no. It was a fucking star chart, which then starts questioning. Well, if we're stable, we're still under the Earth, or wherever we're at. Why is shit rotating? But it's also it's also a reminder of human history which is when um and that's a longer discussion no no, no we'll be here for fucking ever w- when the perception is is that you're you know uh negating imagination and um they even talk about art exploration these, yeah, yeah they even talk about art in these yeah. episodes um even with the camera at the end even though it ultimately boils down to minutia uh, electrics yeah electronics um it's still the same thing it's just yeah. art That's but what, what we're seeing is our massive elements of control that would happen
Today's pod was sponsored by The Goddamn Sauce. Place your orders at thegdsauce.com. Pulpery is a privately produced podcast by Brock Ryder and Ben Grimion. Web design and photography by Beck Ryder. Original music by the Heisenberg Compensators. <laughs>